This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. The death of my son, moving three times in six months, my parents' divorce, my husband's job loss. I was, you know, 12 weeks postpartum, my then husband came out to me as transgender. And just a couple weeks later, um, our son suddenly died. It's his birthday month and it's just Hanukkah is really hard for me um, because he was born on Hanukkah. So I'm just, I'm really struggling. You're looking a little rough today. Just a, just a little rough? <laughs> I think I look more than a little rough. Okay, I'm not well. I yeah. think yeah. that's where I would start. I'm not well. I I feel my brain detached from my body. Like I just, you know, when you can see yourself from the outside, that's kind of how it feels. Like I'm looking at myself from planet Mars. And I've been, last night I was thinking about why I'm so unwell. Um, and I think like majority of it is the anatomy scan that I have today. And then also that I'm moving today, which is just so unsettling and stressful anytime you're moving. And today we're going to the cemetery to have a Hanukkah party with Aiden for his birthday, for his Hebrew birthday. It's just a lot in one day. Like it's a lot for any human being. And it's just a lot for me. Okay. So here's why I think I'm really scared about this anatomy scan, like mm-hmm. more than last, mm-hmm. as in more than my pregnancy dating. Remember when we spoke about how I feel like my hope is a little, a little flame? It's tenuous. You have some very tenuous hope right now. I have tenuous hope that things are going to be okay. And I just feel like I'm one, afraid, obviously, that something's wrong with the baby, but I'm almost more afraid that and like I'm afraid that I have to lose the baby for whatever reason but I'm more afraid that I'm going to lose myself again like I don't think that I can handle a loss again yeah I, I just I can't do it like I can't go back there I finally feel like I'm moving forward in some ways and I just like I'm so afraid that I'm going to have to be in those beginning stages of grief again, I'm so afraid that I, that I just don't have it in me to yeah. do yeah. anymore. Like I'm already so exhausted and so beat down and I just feel like if something goes wrong, like seriously wrong, I don't, I know that life will move forward and I know that like I'll pick up the pieces because you have to. I just so desperately want to hold on to this little flame of hope. Like, I just want to feel like maybe things will be happier. Yeah. I just, I'm scared. I'm really scared about that. Yeah. I think how much can one person lose, you know? Yeah. And I mean, the scary part, it's so scary because, you know, we've talked about on here, there's no guarantee that just because one bad thing happened, that something bad won't happen again. That said, we do, you and I always say, we don't say that, you know, we deserve good things, but we do say we've earned good things, but I, because nobody, nobody deserves bad things, but you know, you have, 
you have so much loss in the last year. It makes so much yeah. sense that you would be staring down some, you, you know, this, this very unknown event with some fear. Of course, right. you, you're traumatized. And I'm traumatized. And I know now how common it is. I know it's not common, but I know how commonly uncommon it is to find things. So and here's, so here is something, here's something that our listeners who aren't lost parents might not realize, but when you're in a, when you're in support groups, once you're in the dead baby community, you have just way too many ideas in your brain, <laughs> how babies can die. It's really so hard. So, ways. so Judith and I lost babies to SIDS, but you know, some of my best lost mom friends had, you know, babies who died at older ages or babies who died during birth or right after birth or birth accidents or had to terminate for medical reasons. Like there's all different things that can happen. And it's a lot for your brain right now, Judith. It's a lot. It's a lot for my brain that's already in a fragile place. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I'm really afraid. And I think also part of it, and I don't want to get too deep into religion right now, but I think part of it is that I used to have just a, um, just like a faith in God that I'm, I don't have quite the same way anymore. I used to have this feeling that he was in control, mm-hmm. you know, and that ultimately his will would be what would happen. I think that there was a time in my life where even if I, if I would have gone into this last time I was pregnant, I would have reassured myself by saying, you know, he has a plan because I don't know the plan, but he has a plan, you know, and that's comforting to know that someone is in control. Mm-hmm. I, I just, am not as confident that his plan is a good one. I there you go. I think that's it. Right. <laughs> I don't think you think he doesn't have a plan or that he's not there. I think you're like, but maybe I don't want this the plan. If yeah. this is going to be the, if the plan is going to be that your son is dead and then other stuff could happen, like maybe you don't want that plan, you know? Right. 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 You have, there's no guarantee that the plan is like a fair one or a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I really struggle with that. Just this feeling of like a lack of control. Honestly, I saw an astrologer and she said that I have a really good spring 2022. And I hold on to that from this ridiculous astrologer that I've never, (laughs) that I just have no idea. I don't know why I have faith in this because I'm desperate. That's why I have faith. I have faith in it because I'm desperate and I will hold on to anything that just feels certain right now. And that's just like this, this screen, you know, this anatomy scan I have. I also think that I have a skewed sense of reality when it comes to like numbers and statistics. Mm -hmm. So like, I've been trying to find out what the statistics are for getting bad news at, um, at the scam, which by the way, there's not really a good number out there in case you're wondering, but Great. even so, Great. yeah, <laughs> when they say 99%, 99% means 1% is getting bad news. That's one in a hundred. That is very high odds, very high odds. Yeah. I mean, how many kids were in your public school class? 160. Yeah. That's one and a half child children dying. One and a half kids in your well, class. Well, hold on. Not dying, right? Something going wrong with you not me. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. Oh, okay, yes, you're right. Not dying. As we talked about in an earlier episode, they might tell you that the baby doesn't have a hand, but that we can deal with no hand. That's we fine. We can deal with no We're hand. Okay. Oh my God, I'm so fine with no hand. That's fine. 
who needs all your hands? And then, and then I, yeah. So, and so I think that's also part of it. Like when I, I have a new perspective when it comes to things that I thought for sure were for certain now, like what happened to us, we talk about this all the time was 99.9, what? Nine, nine, seven. Yeah. 99.997% chance of not happening. 0.03% chance of happening, right? It's one over 320. 33 deaths per 100,000 live births. Okay, so could, so what number is that? 0. 0.003? I can't do that math. 0. 0.00033. So that would be Three zeros. 0. 0, 0.03% though. 0.03%. Okay, so you were right. Right, but still very rare. 33 out of 100,000. Yeah. So that's three three out of 10,000, right? Three out of 10,000 as opposed to one out of 100. Right. That's what I'm saying. Three out of 10,000. And I feel like I've met you. I've met a lot of cis moms. And like, it just feels, I know in my immediate community, there are three of us that it happened to so I, you know, these numbers just, they mess with my head and I don't, I don't want to scare anyone. I just think that there was be a time where I was comforted by looking at 99%. And now I look at 99% and it's like, whoa, that is a massive number of things that could go wrong. 1% feels huge to me. So yeah, I think that's also part of it. Like I'm just not comforted by things that I was once comforted by. So it's really hard to find comfort. Yeah. And to add on top of that, like I'm not in a mentally healthy place right now yeah. because of the Aiden's, it's his birthday month and it's just Hanukkah is really hard for me because um, he was born on Hanukkah. So I'm just, I'm really struggling. Yeah. And the move, which is not a big deal, like fine. It's move. not, it's not, not a big deal. Yeah. But it's just like another uncertainty, another shaky ground. It feels confusing to my brain that I'm going to go home to a bed. I don't know tonight. Yeah. It doesn't feel comforting. How about that? Yeah. It's just it one, like it's just something you, you can't even, you can't even hold on to that. I remember when Quinn died, one of the things that kept being really unsettling was that I would open up my cabinet to make tea or coffee and my mugs were all in the wrong place because people were doing like the dishes for me, which was wonderful. But I remember right. just thinking to myself, like, I can't even rely on my favorite mug being in my favorite spot, you know, in its yeah. usual spot. And I think you're dealing with that times 20,000. You're moving, you right. have this new baby, you have all this uncertainty, your son is dead. I mean, it's like, it doesn't, there's just so much. There's so much. Yeah. And I feel like when I woke up this morning, I felt very similar to how I felt when Aiden was first gone which is like I felt like I was squished between two pieces of cement and I was just oozing over the sides and there was like a machine like pushing down on these cement pieces and I'm like I'm squished I'm squished I can't breathe and then they keep squishing down and you're like you know bits and pieces of you are all over the place but there is no you anymore it just feels like so much pressure on my chest to try and manage you know that's a very beautiful graphic metaphor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> accurate. An accurate, beautiful graphic metaphor. Yeah. And I had this weird dream last night about a, a baby being born and me like constantly running up and down the stairs to check on it breathing. 
and like being awake, like it was sleeping and I was at an event and I just kept running down the stairs to be like, is it breathing? Okay. And then I would run back upstairs and then I'd go downstairs again. It's breathing. I've had and, that dream. I've had that dream. Yeah. Like you're just I'm not well. Yeah. I it's so hard to feel unwell. I, I know I know that feeling and I, I don't feel it right now and you won't feel that for way forever, but it is so hard. It's just hard. It's not, it's not easy to have your child die. It's not easy to be traumatized. It's not easy to move. I know that's like the least of your worries, but it's not easy. It's one of the top six life stressors, right? Is moving. Yes, 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 it is. I mean, I feel like I do it all the time now. So at this point, it's like, what's another move? But yeah, it's stressful. It's stressful. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. Your phone is ringing. What's that phone? Is that no, it's you? Like my phone? It's not my phone. It's someone else's phone. <laughs> we, we, I don't answer the phone. <laughs> okay, but we have like 150 missed calls and they're probably all spam. I find myself, like I was telling you yesterday, like turning inwards, like not responding to people's messages, not wanting to talk about anything, just kind of like disappearing into the planets and just kind of like being, trying to use all of my energy to preserve myself. So, all right. So you have a lot of unknowns, literally just today, you have a lot of unknowns, right? I think you just talked about those a little bit. So why don't we talk about what you do know? Sure. Okay. Um, Could you give me a clue? You're alive today. (laughs) You're alive today. I'm alive today. This baby baby is alive today. This baby's kicking. Yes. Right. This baby's kicking today. Your husband and Rosie, your dog, are alive today. They're alive. They're alive today. Yeah. And healthy today. And healthy today. That's that's and an astrologer once told me that spring 2022 is gonna be a bright time for me. We we can trust that astrologer. Spring 2022 is gonna be a bright time. <laughs> you deserve a bright time in spring 2022. What else do you know? You have wonderful friends. I was going to list friends. their names, but they're, they are checking on you and you're retreating into yourself. And that's okay because you know, they understand, you know, that they know that yeah. you appreciate the check-ins. Even if you can't respond, you have yeah. me, I will be here the whole time. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, I didn't even mention this. This is also true. T- tomorrow is the first mm-hmm. and tomorrow will be the first day where there's absolutely zero dollars coming in. Oof. Zero. Oof. Yeah, exactly. And I know that we're not financially in a place where we're going to be homeless or anything like that. You know, we don't need to do a whole, like, thank God, at least we have a little bit of money. Like, we don't need to gratitude police ourselves, but just if we can focus on what... Okay, what Let's you see, can control um, and what you know to be true, it might be easier to focus on those things. Cause I think sometimes <laughs> it's really hard when you're thinking yeah. about all these things that you are, that are completely unknown and that you can't control. I think aside from moving today, there's absolutely nothing I have to do. That's good. So yeah. So if I, there's no one who's expect. I mean, there are people who are expecting, I have like this interview people who want to interview me today. And I laughed when I got that email. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, do you have time? I want to talk to you about any questions you may have. I was like, I don't have any questions for you. 
I've got bigger problems and questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's good to know that like, if I need, like the fact that I'm having a mental breakdown right now, it's not affecting other people. I have nothing that needs to be done right now today yeah. that I have to show up for. Yeah. So how about this? You can hold on, you hold on to those couple of things that you know. I will hold on to hope that the baby's going to be okay. I know you can't see it, but I'll hold that hope for you. Okay. You think so? You think the baby's going to be okay? I think the baby is a-okay. I really believe that. And what I'm, evidence do you have for that? Oh, I have no evidence. I just believe it. <laughs> I know it's true. You know. <laughs> you know what now i can say my astrologer said that and alina said that <laughs> i don't know which one holds more weight <laughs> uh, i think it's so easy when you're on the not inside side so the outside to look at other people who are pregnant and be like oh obviously they're gonna have a healthy baby like i mean I let me let me just say though like i don't take for granted that every baby is going to be okay I just, I think it, like you're saying, it is easier on the outside. So my, my lost mom friend gave birth yesterday. I asked Alina every hour yesterday. <laughs> Did Kate have her baby yet? Um, is, it baby? <laughs> is the baby okay? Um, because I, I mean, we, we just, we know too much about all the, all the bad yeah. things that can happen, but you know, she was really, really anxious and just, there's a data point for you. She was terrified. She was 100% positive that something was going to go wrong with her birth and her baby is fine. Baby's okay. That's one data point for you. Yeah. I know. I I don't know if that even helps. Probably doesn't, but I try and tell myself, okay, here are the, here are the data points that I repeat to myself at two in the morning. (laughs) Okay. I tell myself that I saw the baby at 16 weeks and I didn't see any major things floating around. Mm -hmm. So that makes me think that it's intestines are inside of its body. Good. Love it. That's what we, (laughs) that's what we want for intestines. I also know that I've been feeling the baby kick harder and stronger. So I believe it's growing Mm -hmm. at a normal pace. Like it's growing. Mm -hmm. I hear the baby every day with the Doppler and the heart rate is always steady. So that makes me think that it's got a steady heart rate. It might only have one ventricle, but it's steady. <laughs> this morning I was Googling symptoms of anencephaly and apparently you would be able to tell at 12 weeks if there was anencephaly. Oh, good. Okay. Something you guys should know about Judith is she does have a little bit of a hypochondriac streak. <laughs> In case that is not obvious from what she's saying right now. Um, Okay. So question for you. How, I have two questions. One, how can I support you today on this big day? And two, how can you take care of yourself today? What are some ideas for what you can do? Little things that might help you feel better. Okay. So for my, what I was thinking for myself is that I'm going to take a shower. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to put on makeup. I'm going to force myself to feel very normal on the outside. You'll feel a little bit more put together. And I'll maybe. feel more put together. And I'm going to wear one of the dresses that I wore with Aiden for his special days. So I'm going to be very mindful in the clothes that I wear, that it's going to make me feel close to him. And I'm going to feel like I look functional, mm-hmm. which I think is a good start. Um, I'm not going to have coffee because coffee makes me, my heart move a little faster. And so I want to make sure that I don't add 
that to already my feelings of uncertainty. So yeah. those are a couple things I'm going to do to just take care of myself. I, when Before we did this recording, I was hiding under the covers. I'm like, I might hide under the covers until 11. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. quiet. It's safe. I listen to songs on repeat. I like it. In terms of um, what you can do to support me today, um, I think just be patient when I don't answer because I won't answer. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and just check on me when it's over. Yeah. And then. I will answer yeah. the phone if you call. Okay. Answer with the, the exception of, with the, with the exception of 1230 to 120 my time when I'm in Which EMDR. Like now. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will answer the phone. If you call. Okay. I will call. I will call if I need you. And then, um, my mother-in-law sent dinner tonight, so I don't have to worry about food. So that, that was really good nice. news. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, that's all that you can do at this point. So today is a, today is a really scary, discombobulating, busy day for you. So, but it's only the maximum number of hours it is, is 24 hours and you can do it. Yeah. That's a good point. It will end. It will end. Yeah. And November, November 30th has been on your calendar as like a big stressful day for a long time. And guess what guys, today is November 30th. But Today tomorrow is, is going to be 30th. December 1st. A whole new set of problems. A whole new set of problems. I told someone the other day who was having a really hard time, I said, the good thing about time is it does the work for you. Like it goes. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of have to like get through it, but you don't have to actually do anything. Yep. It'll go gonna, without you. You're riding a wave today. Okay. You have to go to EMDR in four minutes, right? I do. I do. So anyway, okay. everybody, we will check in um, after Judith's big day. So wish okay. her luck. Good luck. I, w- and I wish you luck. I need to shower. You, okay. Yeah. I will you, see you later. You, you, look, you look rough. I'll just be totally honest. <laughs> I, I say that with all the love in the world. You look probably how you feel inside. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it's all part of being authentic. This yes, is authentic right. me. Hi, friends. Um, Alina here. I am editing and I just, I want to throw in just a little explanation. So we've moved our episodes to Mondays. So you're listening to this on a Monday and this is kind of a weird episode because we recorded um, so much content last week that we're actually going to do it in two parts. So um, stay tuned. There is another episode for you right now. That is the update to this episode. Um, so if you want to listen to that, just, just keep listening. I assume Spotify or whatever you're listening to, we'll play that for you. Um, Yeah, I mean, this was a tough one. So we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate it so much. All right, bye guys. To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at aslongasimlivingpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at aslongasimlivingpodcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay!